0: As I always do, I want to open with a quote, but this one's a long one, so stick with me. Today, America is the richest nation in the history of the world. Our power and influence extend around the globe, yet the challenges and dangers which confront us are even more awesome and difficult than those that faced Roosevelt. And we too, We'll need to summon all the energies of our people and our capacities of our leaders in America to remain the great and free nation. If we are to master the opportunities of the new frontier. The dimensions of our problems overwhelm the imagination. At home, millions are unemployed and the growth of our economy has come to a virtual halt. Abroad, we are faced with a powerful and unrelenting pressure which threatens freedom in every corner of the globe with military power so formidable that it menaces the physical survival of our own nation. To meet these problems will require efforts not only of our leaders or of the Democratic Party, but of the combined efforts of all of our people. No one, has a right to feel that, having entrusted the tasks of government to new leaders in Washington, he can continue to pursue his private comforts unconcerned with America's challenges and dangers. For if freedom is to survive and prosper, it will require the sacrifice, the effort, and thoughtful attention of every citizen. In my own native state of Massachusetts, a battle for American freedom was begun by the thousands of farmers and tradesmen who made up the Minutemen. Citizens who are ready to defend liberty at a moment's notice. Today, we need a nation of Minutemen. Citizens who not only prepared to take up arms, but citizens who regard the preservation of freedom as a basic purpose of their daily life, who are willing to consciously work and sacrifice for that freedom. The cause of liberty, the cause of America, cannot succeed with any lesser effort. Now that was John F. Kennedy in 1961, and I know I probably raised some hair in the back of your neck with that one. I'm gonna come back to it. Welcome to Everyday Marksman, the podcast where it's all about tactical skills for living a more adventurous life. This is episode number 34, and we're talking about the modern Minuteman. I'm your host, Matt Robertson, former military officer, turns tech sector corporate grunt, competitive shooter, outdoorsman, all round nerd, and your friend. Now, I opened this episode with a 1961 quote from John F. Kennedy. A lot of people in the shooting community latch on to only a piece of this quote, and it's the part about needing a nation of Minutemen. Men. Let, me, let me read that one again. Today we need a nation of Minutemen, citizens who are not only prepared to take up arms. Mm, As an aside. Yeah, back on it. But citizens who regard the preservation of freedom as a basic purpose of their daily life and who are willing to consciously work and sacrifice for that freedom, the cause of liberty, the cause of America, cannot succeed with any lesser effort. Hmm. Now, I totally get why we like to latch on to this. But I will admit it doesn't actually make the point that so many of us want it to make. Now, this quote is really about President Kennedy's New Frontier plan, which was an effort to instill liberal values into the nation. Planks of the New Frontier included things like labor programs, educational scholarships, vocational training, welfare and unemployment benefits, civil rights policies, and more. And while I know some people out there might look at this and listen to shout, communism, keep in mind that Kennedy was not a fan of, of communists. This was during the Cold War. Uh, this was shortly before the Cuban Missile Crisis. We were after the 1950s and McCarthyism. Communists were not welcome. Kennedy also understood the Second Amendment. In 1960, then Senator Kennedy was quoted in Guns Magazine. By calling attention to a well-regulated militia, the security of a nation, and the right of each citizen to keep and bear arms, our Founding Fathers recognized the essentially civilian nature of our economy. Although it is extremely unlikely that the fears of governmental tyranny which gave rise to the Second Amendment will ever be a major danger to our nation, the amendment still remains an important declaration of our basic civilian-military relationships." In which every citizen must be ready to participate in the defense of his country. For that reason, I believe the Second Amendment will always be important. Hmm. Imagine someone saying that today. So what's the point of all of this? I'm not here to talk politics and argue liberal versus conservative values. Get that in another podcast. What I am going to argue, though, is the same thing Kennedy said in 1961. We need a nation of people who see freedom as a basic purpose of being an engaged citizen. That requires work. That requires discomfort at times. And it may even require picking up arms. In the long term, maintaining freedom comes with costs. And while you and I may love our individual liberties and promote the rugged individual as an ideal, we have to acknowledge that we can't do it alone. This willingness to set aside some measure of individualism in favor of promoting the goals of the group is why anarchist and, frankly, communist groups in the U.S. have been so successful. Which gets me to today's topic, the modern Minuteman. Let's talk about this Minuteman concept for a second because I know so many of us love it. It's romanticism to it. All right? The militia and the Minutemen are often used interchangeably. Uh, even Kennedy did that in that quote, and that's wrong. You see, the militia was a body of the people committed to taking up arms in times of need. Militia service was often required of every able-bodied male from the ages of 17 to 45 or whatever the militia code says now. The Minutemen were different. They were a subset of the militia. They were younger, faster, stronger, more motivated, and they kept their equipment ready for a moment's notice. In a way, you could think of it like an 18th century QRF. Each one was selected out of the militia because of these attributes. And more importantly, they were volunteers. I suppose you could think of the Minutemen as a type of Revolutionary War Special Operations unit. Now, this wasn't a new concept, though. Massachusetts has logs of training Minutemen going back as far as 100 years before the American Revolution. They didn't call them Minutemen at the time, but the idea was the same. You had a core of highly committed, highly capable citizens who were ready to walk out the door with their equipment, and take up arms, and defend the community. And while they would do that, the rest of the militia could grab their gear and catch up. But it was the Minutemen who were the elite. Now, I want to draw your attention back to some of those qualities that I mentioned. Faster. Stronger. Motivated. Equipped. I know, I mentioned young, too, and they were typically younger than 25, but let's ignore that for now. The Everyday Marksman is built around promoting these ideals. To be honest, equipment is the easy part of this. It's far more difficult to be motivated stronger and faster than the next guy, not to mention being a good shot. This is why I talk about putting in the time and practice for your craft. This is why I want people to learn survival skills and communication and tactics. Build up your base of fitness so that you are physically and mentally equipped to handle the stresses of hard times it doesn't just mean combat. I mean hard times. We all need to work on developing our mindset so that we do not quit and we see things through until the job is done, to our knuckles are bloody, and our faces are red. Perhaps even more challenging is finding others around you to do the same. You know, I ran a poll within our community, the Marksman's Quarter, about the percentage of neighbors that our members would trust to back them up in difficult times. How many would you guess? 10%? 20%? 50%? How about you? For me, I'd guess about 20%. But the community average was just 6%. 6% of our members, sorry, sorry, let me rephrase that one. Of all of our members who entered this poll, they would only trust about 6% of their neighbors to help them out in a pinch, to, to guard the community if the riots were outside the door. And nearly every answer that was higher than 1% had to do with neighbors that were former military, law enforcement, or something like that. Now, this, this is the problem. A modern Minuteman is no good by himself. By himself, he's seen as a kook, a 'er ne'er-do-well. And even a handful are seen as violent ruffians up to no good. But if you have a community of them, the message starts to change. For better or worse, people are easily swayed to go along with what they see going on around them. Now, I know you've seen this lately in the news with these riots and protests going on, and it seems people who are otherwise normal to us are suddenly doing and saying things that you never would have imagined before. And the reason is because they see others around them doing the same thing and they want to fit in. This also applies to positive qualities, though. We need to set a better example. Start off by setting it for yourself, then your family, then your neighbors. Encourage them to do the same. This is not going to be easy. And I know, I know what every one of us is worried about, I remember the protests in January in the capital of Virginia. It was twenty to 50,000 armed protesters there who left that place spotless when they were done and nothing happened. No windows were broken. Nobody was arrested. Nobody was hurt. It was a truly peaceful protest. It was a textbook definition of a peaceful protest. And yet, everyone there was called an extremist. The media could not say the word extremist or racist enough in reference to a very diverse crowd who was there in support of their rights. And yet, what you and I see today is peaceful protests are anything but. And they're praised for it. This is not going to be easy. Kennedy was not wrong about needing a nation of minute men. When the liberty-minded grow too complacent, the agents of tyranny will take root. And make no mistake, this is not some new phenomenon. The the tactics we're seeing employed across social media and the streets are no different than what we saw in the Russian Revolution, the Salem Witch Trials, or any other event where someone with an agenda convinced the mob that something was in their best interest. Commitment to freedom is about more than buying guns about civic engagement. It's about being part of the process. And all of us, me included, need to put the needs of the nation before our own personal goals, whatever that means to you. I believe in a modern Minuteman. I believe in the ideal of a citizen who, whether he's military, law enforcement, or not, is ready to pick up and defend His community and his nation when it needs him. And I believe in a portion of our society that is committed to maintaining the highest ideals of our history and culture. As Benjamin Franklin said, a republic if you can keep it. Thank you for listening. If you want to get more, come on by our website, everydaymarksman.co. If you're looking to join a community of Minutemen, a community of marksmen just like you, people who are really committed to becoming better, better, better fathers, better citizens, better fitness, better marksmen, then come on by the website. We have an awesome community set up, the Marksman's Quarter, and you can get to it at community.everydaymarksman.co. Though, if you don't get an invite from our existing members, you can sign up for a waiting list and you will get one from me. I hope to see you there. In the meantime, take care of yourself. I'll talk to you next week.